Energon. Too much Energon, like this podcast. <laughs> the beasts are here, McLeod, for the gathering. Freedom is the right of all sentient beings, Megatron. Something better stay out of my way. Blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. Big time Gary himself. Man, these things look like toys. Maximal! Maximal! Does that mean transform? Cheetor, what have you done? I am transformed. Welcome to episode 113 of Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars, coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere hidden on planet Energon. I am, as always, the Siege, one of your hosts. And coming from a derelict space vessel, I am NeoCal, your other host. How, how are we doing this week, Cal? How are we doing a thing, you know, um, healthy, um, so I can't complain. Uh, I can complain not about you being healthy. That actually makes me happy, but <laughs> I just, uh, the reason why this is kind of late is because, uh, I just had COVID because I had the sheer audacity to go to a concert for the first time in seven years. The audacity monstrous, right. even <laughs> <laughs> right. bestial perhaps, uh, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, this week on Too Much Energon, we are uh, taking a little trip back in time. Uh, we're switching over to reviewing the IDW uh, comic books, and we already did the first five issues for uh, as episode 48 of Too Much Energon, which was a long time ago now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But rather than redo them over again, um, I'm going to be kind of lazy and uh, just repackage that episode. How as- dare you? <laughs> I, and I'm going to cut out like all of the like preamble, like opening, like chatter stuff. Cause it's stuff that's not really relevant to the topic at hand. And uh, yeah, well, here it is. Too much you know what? Let's give it a fair shake. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about on uh, this week's too much energy on. So uh, Cal, why don't we uh, get started on issue one? So, uh, issue one, uh, written by Eric Burnham and art by Josh Bur- Burkham or Burcham? Probably Burcham. new. Burcham. Yeah. 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 So right away, um, you get a little, it, it goes a little bit before Beast Wars. Yeah. So you learn that Megatron, we know on the show that he took Megatron's namesake, G1 Megatron's namesake. Um, right away, it's revealed that um, Beast Wars Megatron's name is Galavar. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's talking to the, the tri- <laughs> yeah. He's talking to the the Tripredicus Council, who we saw. I think it was in season two of Beast Wars, and he tells them his plan to steal the golden disc, and they're like, uh, "Oh, or." He tells them that he wants the golden disc, and they're like, oh, they won't just give it to you. And he's like, I don't intend to ask, no. And they're like, 
what's your plan? And he tells them his plan to like steal it and like disable all of the maximal ships, uh, transwarp drives so no one can follow them. And they're like, brilliant, but foolish. We don't approve. And he's like, I wasn't asking your permission either. No. Also and indeed, now. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and indeed, that that's the the operations already underway. So we're getting a little bit of little bit of backstory, uh, bef- like prior to what we got in the beginning of the Beast Wars uh, TV show. And you can tell it's um, set during a time of like peace because uh, Galavar and his men they split up to do two things. There's a team that attacks like a science museum, a science facility yeah and steals the golden disc simultaneously his other the other people they steal a transwarp capable warship yeah yeah and then take out all the other transwarp capable ships in the shipyard Mm -hmm. and there's a scene where they're taking the disc and all the maximals that are defending the museum are kind of just running they're not fighting. Pterosaur wants to stab and murder one of the guards, and Dinobot stops him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is inhonorable. Just knock them out and, and go. So right away we get a little, like, taste of honorable Dinobot and shitlord Pterosaur. <laughs> <laughs> he has his honor. And Scorponok just is like, what are you two doing? Fuck off. We have a mission to do. And he just, like, shoots the guy. and <laughs> They move yeah. on. I like that there's a little pun in here. It's like, no, there's a big shipyard, right? And it's like, no incidents in 14,207 cycles. And um, who is it? Is it Waspinator or it's Tarantulas? Tarantulas shoots the the number and it just becomes no incidents in zero cycles because he shoots a hole in the number. Mm. Yeah. Meanwhile, in space, we have the Axelon flying around. I fucking hate the design of the Axelon in this comic. I like the design of it. And if this was standalone and had nothing to do with the Beast Wars, I think the ship design is okay. But it doesn't look like the Axelon from it looks from like the a fly. It looks like yeah. a flying cock and balls. Look at uh, the page right after. Uh, right after the Tripredicus Council, Megatron's interaction with the Tripredicus Tripredicus Council. I'm there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the, uh, the Morpheus and Neo scene. Clear your <laughs> mind, right? Yeah. The the Axelon kind of looks like a dick, dick and balls in space. Everything looks all spaceships <laughs> look like a dick. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, Optimus Primal and Rhinox are sparring, and we... With, with stabs? Yeah, we, we find out that this is, like, Optimus's new command, and he's, like, bitching about how there's no action going on, and this is a boring mission, just transporting stasis pods, and I'm like, this doesn't sound like Optimus. Not my Optimus, you know? Hashtag not my optimist. Hashtag, hashtag not my optimist. Which I'll get into is like 
one of my bigger problems with this comic book in general is that the the characterizations are quite off from what they were jarringly on the show. so jarringly so and i'm yeah. not yeah and i'm not like so beholden and we've talked about this a lot before i'm not so beholden to the source material that i'm like oh it has to be exactly the same and indeed, the comic book actually deviates from the plot of the show quite a bit, especially when, once you get into issues like three, four, and five. Yeah. It's the characters. Like, it's the characterizations. Like, that's what bugs me. It, it wouldn't be that bad, but it almost feels like they're opposite to how they were on the show. Yeah. Optimus Primal on the Beast Wars TV show. Um, He's not quick to act, right? He wants to know the facts first, but he yeah. is willing to act when he when he needs to. Okay, we haven't heard back from this person. Send a send a a, a scout party to go blah blah blah. Rhinox, you stay here and cover the things. I'm going to go and fly. One of, one of my comrades is out there, and every second counts. Actual but, line from an episode that Optimus Prime said actually the opposite of something that happens eventually yeah in the in these comics recovering yeah literally the opposite yeah literally it's weird like optimus primal in this comic book like he's brash and like boastful and seems kind of full of himself yeah it it's it's strange but then when it, when a character like straight up goes missing, he's very nonchalant about it and is like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> and Cheetor like politely asks to go look for them. And then when told no, he just goes, oh, okay. Yeah. How many times does Cheetor just fuck off when he's told not to? At least five. <laughs> yeah. And in the show, like Cheetor being actually being the brash and impulsive character in this in this comic like seems kind of reserved and like more cautious and chill like it's like yeah it's like they swapped out like the personalities for Cheetor and Optimus Primal it's so strange a little yeah it's very i was expecting him to go look for Nix when when that part comes up himself regardless of orders yeah no. <laughs> Yeah, and this uh, this comic has a new character named Nix, who is based okay. on the original uh, Bat Optimus Primal figure. Audio listeners, uh, I'm holding up my sealed Beast Wars Mega Bat Optimus Primal and Alligator Megatron Two Pack from 1996. He's got, he's got Optimus Primal and Megatron. Yep. A bat and an alligator, folks. Yeah. And so the character of Nyx is based on this action figure. And uh, she's a bat. Yeah, she's a bat. And the Predacons have a new member, too. Scald? Scold? Scold. Uh, Scold. And Scold based on the uh, Beast Wars toy Snapper, which I don't have currently, but I had as a child. Is one of my and favorites. that's a um, like an armored snapping turtle, yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, I'm like, okay, so why why not just make that character snapper then? Like if you're literally just yeah, if you're literally just basing it off of the design of the snapper toy, just make it snapper. 
There's a character named Cheetor, Rat Trap, and Dinobot. You yep. can be tongue in cheek and name a snapping turtle Snapper. We're <laughs> okay with that. Well, and indeed, like it, it's weird in this comic too. Like before they even crash on planet Energon, uh, like, like there's a scene on the bridge where they're like controlling the Axelon and like Optimus straight up like refers to Cheetor as Cheetor and Rhinox as Rhinox and Rattrap as Rattrap. And I'm like, okay, so That's these are their. <laughs> we we've joked about this before, but like, okay, so these were their names before they even like took on these alt forms. Boy, it's a good thing that uh, Cheetor ended up becoming uh, a cheetah in his as his alt form. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, Sentinel or their whatever program that went out and grabbed the their forms. Uh, thank God it it kept them close to their names, right? <laughs> right. I, like we months and months and months ago, like we covered, man, maybe even like the first episode of Too Much Energon. We discussed like, hey, isn't it nice that a cheetor got <laughs> got a cheetah as his animal form? Wouldn't it be so funny indeed, if the guy named Rhinox became a rat? <laughs> <laughs> and Rat Trap was like like a dog. <laughs> and, <laughs> Yeah, that, so the name, yeah, so the 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 Axelon uh, locks onto the dark side. The Axelon in this comic book is actually a transwarp capable ship, whereas I kind of got the impression in the show that it followed them through the their, warp gate. Yeah, their transwarp, the Predacon ships transwarp wormhole. Primal says in in the comic. Um, uh, this is one of the fastest transwarp ships um, in the maximal like arsenal, blah, blah, blah. We can like follow anyone. And I'm like, why is a science vessel one of the yeah. fastest ships? Well, yeah. And like Nyx in this comic, like talks up like how great the Axelon is. But I always got the impression in the original cartoon that the Axelon wasn't shit. Like that. It, was, it ain't shit. It was, it was, it was just a like boring like transwarp. Yeah. yeah. Barely any <laughs> weaponry. Like, <laughs> Indeed, Cheetor is like, um, all the weapons we have are for defense. We're not really an offense-capable like warship. And Primal is like, I find that the best defense is an off-good offense, Cheetor. And I'm like, that's not what Cheetor... Fuck off, Primal. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Like... like Primal in this is like brash and makes dangerous decisions, and Cheetor is the one being like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, guys!" And he's like making informed judgments. And I'm like, "What the? F what is happening?" Well, yeah, like I say, like like I was saying, it's like they they swapped their characters around. Um, yeah, so they follow them through, and they yada, shoot yada, each yada, other. Yada. They shoot they each other. Yeah. They they crash on planet Energon. They eject the stasis pods. Uh, it basically, like in broad strokes, goes down pretty much the same as it does in the cartoon. Um, but then something different happens. So the they're all... the spaces pods, like you said, and we get do get a little panel. One of them is much bigger and has a big yellow X on it. Oh, really? I didn't even notice uh, that. Yeah, on the page before. Oh, it, um, there it is. Their... Do you yeah. see it? 
Yeah, I see. Next, gonna give it to you. So you know what we have to look forward to. <laughs> Transmetals. Yes. Yeah. Go um, Max, folks. <laughs> um. Yeah. So when they crash, uh, they're all uh knocked into stasis lock, and the computers of their respective ships are like too much energon. To themselves, apparently. And yeah, so I always picture the dark side's AI as having that female sultry voice. And the um the Axelon's voice having that like male sentinel voice. Yeah. So when I was reading this, like alert, toxic levels of energon, radiation, like I I heard those two voices yeah. in my head. But um, like you said, it's different. Um, it's kind of like what happened in G1, how when the ship crashed, everyone was in stasis. That's what happened yeah. to them here. Both yeah. sides. Yeah, and uh, Teletran 1 went basically went out uh, on autopilot, like, looking for alt modes for them. And, and indeed, and that's, that's what, what happens here. here. So I kind of like that callback to, like, they don't have a choice. They're just given these forms. Yeah. So kudos for Sentinel actually giving <laughs> the cheetah to Cheetor. <laughs> Would have been awkward if there wasn't a rhino rhinoceros around for Rhinox, huh? Right. <laughs> like if he was a hippopotamus named Rhinox. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's pretty much the end of issue one. Yep. Yeah, uh, and they comment, they go, huh? Why did the computer do this to us? And the computer's like, oh, I needed to give you techno-organic flesh to shield you from the Energon. And they're like, oh, weird. Unfortunately, unfortunately, no one at any point in these first five issues utters the phrase, too much Energon. <laughs> Not even the computers? Not even the computers. I was looking, but no, they just said... Toxic levels of energon radiation. Yeah. Damn. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Look how handsome um terrorist <laughs> in my <laughs> a really good of... rendition of Pterosaur's face. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Whoever did that art is actually like it's good. It's better than the, the, the per yeah, better than the interior art. Fucking hate and the after, interior art in this in this comic. <laughs> and after we cover the the generic story of these um, the comics, um, I'm going to ask uh, Christopher Siege, and I'll of course chime in too. Uh, a few generic questions: story, art, writing, yeah, character, that kind of thing. But we'll get into that once we're done summarizing these. Uh, in issue. Issue two opens with uh, uh, Rhinox commenting that there's something weird about the planet that they're on. Uh, he mm. says it's a patchwork world. Biomes that shouldn't coexist side by side do. And there are mountains floating in the sky. So right away they notice the floating yeah. mountains. And uh, rat traps. Like a, like <laughs> I know. It's like a it's like Tigatron hanging out in his uh in his Minecraft biome. There, and, there's uh, a really yeah. funny joke there somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> we'll spend 10 minutes explaining it, and that'll make it even funnier. 
Wow, you remember. You remember. <laughs> uh, I, I, hey, even after like uh, we we're finished recording these, I do all the editing, so I, I get yeah, to I get to point. hear us <laughs> say say our shit uh, multiple <laughs> times over. Uh, oh, and man. so Rat Trap's chilling out in beast mode, and then something very bizarre to me happens. Rhinox flips the fuck out and is like, Rat Trap, what do you think you're doing over there? And smacks the uh, the apple, or I think it's an apple, I don't know. Rat Trap's eating something, some sort of like circular thing. Uh, some sort of ancient fruit. Yeah. Yeah, Rhinox gets pissed off and smacks it out of Rat Trap's hand. And is like, we don't consume organics, we consume Energon, damn it. Grab me a fucking beer. Yeah, and he's like, the Energon here is too potent, pal. You said it yourself. Sure, we can process it into something edible, but that takes forever, and I'm not going to run on low power while I wait. And he t tells um, Rhinox that their new bodies are actually capable of processing organic food. Yeah. And so that's fine. Rhinox the scientist. The yeah. scientists, you should know that they, it's fine for them to eat and, organic fruit. And he seemed so weirdly offended by the fact that Rat Trap was eating fruit. Why? Like, I don't it's know. Like, it's so weird it's to bad, me. If it was bad for him, if he was like, oh, your body can't digest that, and he smacked it out, that feels a little bit more like Rhinox, but it's like a principles thing. He's like, we don't consume organics. We consume Energon. And he fucking smacks it out of his hand. Like, it's a, it's a matter club. of principles. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like a vegetarian, like, smacking their, their uh, fucking, like, corn dog out of their friend's hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's and I'm like, why? So bizarre to me. And uh, th then we get to see the Vok. You want to uh, off air, you you had things to say about this, so you wanna you wanna yeah, take so it away. We get to see the Valk right away, and they are teleporting on both the Axelon and the Dark Side, and they're commenting here and there, and it's revealed that they are invisible, right? Uh, mm. Mostly, we'll we'll get into some shenanigans. They're mostly invisible, and they can read someone's mind when they get close to them. Mm. And they uh, they read Rhinox's mind. Their their names are Ton Rar and Lavar. I don't fucking care. They're the Vok. <laughs> um, this one's memories tell me that there are others. So they read Rhinox and they go, "Ooh, there there's another faction somewhere, right?" And so they teleport. Teleport. Who fucking cares or knows? They teleport to <laughs> the dark side and they read them and they go, "Ooh, these ones have different tribal markings." And they're they're talking about them like they're inferior species right like i mean observing ants almost and yeah i mean to be fair yeah <laughs> yeah That's and um then they disregard the the fate of the valk in the beast wars cartoon for a second and continue like, to assume that they are like supreme beings assume they're as cool as we wanted them to be in season one yeah beast wars, <laughs> right which and i'm on board with the valk in the comics so far so far, yeah. And two of them are bickering, and they say, we need to destroy all of these beings and everything they've come in contact with because they're ruining our experiments on this planet. Yeah. Another one says, our experiments aren't worth anything if they don't withstand um, external um, 
randomness, external, uh, what is your word? Um, potential to learn about them. Oh, we can learn about them. Um, if it can stand, uh, withstand outside influence, is the data this planet gathers even worth it? Of any it's a fair. It's a fair point. Yeah, and I'm kind of... It depends on the experiments, but both have a good point. And then they turn to the... Uh, yeah, like some experiments you want a controlled environment. So, yeah. yeah and I get it. They're like, well, what... So Mama Vok is like, I don't want to. And Daddy Vok is like, oh, we should let them stay. And they're like, what about you, Grandpa Vok? And Grandpa Vok's like, now you kids. And they're like, who do you agree with? And there's a pun in here. And I kind of hate it and love it at the same time. One of the, the okay. grandpa Vark says, um, I agree that blah, 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 we should probably not interfere with long-running experiments, but also that the most accurate results rarely occur in a vacuum, except possibly for those experiments held in space. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> we are very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't tell if I love or, or hate that joke. <laughs> ten out of yeah. ten writing. Space vacuum. <laughs> oh, Anyways, Christ. he's like, okay, how about this? We let them stay, but if they fuck shit up, then we can just eradicate them, and and we'll wipe the whole planet and then start over, okay? Because yeah. if they're immortal beings, they don't give a shit if it takes another thousand million, ten million years, right? Yeah. They got nothing but time. And so they're like, agreed, and they're like, okay. Yeah, so these guys... Oh, and on both sides of the ship, um, two individuals notice something weird. Rat Trap is like, hey, did you guys feel that weird feeling? And he had a feeling like someone was watching them. I hate that. And you do? <laughs> Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of that. And the, indeed, like, the same thing goes down at the Predacon base when the Valk are observing Terrasaur. them. Yeah, Terrasaur. was like, hey, did you see that? There was a flash of light, and... Ah, never mind. I'm going out. I'm going to stir crazy. So both Terrasaur and Rat Trap kind of noticed they were being watched by someone, the Valk. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. And then something perplexing as fuck happened. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> right? So um, Megatron's like, I don't know, stroking his like dinosaur head hand, which he doesn't have in this. Uh, does? Does. Um, and I feel like he does sometimes and sometimes doesn't in this comic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and um, he's like Meg. Um, he's like, oh, blast it all. And Scorponok goes in, in to visit Megatron. And he's like, still no luck, Megatron? Maybe you should let me try. And then he says, <laughs> I, I love this. He's like, I'm one of the top codebreakers Iacon ever produced. In fact, it was my work that put down the Wolf J Rebellion on really a... And then Megatron grabs him by the neck. And like, lifts him up, and he's like, Scorponok, I said I was not to be disturbed while I'm working with my disc. And he's like, I just wanted to help. 
You said you were going to attack the Maximals, but you've only focused on studying the desk. We are so tired of waiting, Megatron. And he's like, oh, do you? And he throws Scorponok across the room and he slams against the, the wall. So just to summarize, folks, Scorponok grows antsy and him and the others want to attack the Maximals, right? Yeah. But Megatron doesn't want to attack and he wants to just study the disc on his own. This is another example of reverse Bizarro world. There's yeah. not been a single time in the entirety of Beast Wars where Megatron hasn't jumped <laughs> at the opportunity every, sometimes multiple times an episode, like two or three times. To the go maximal base, the and the shield is down. Oh, <laughs> yes. Always. So not only is... Um, Scorponok questioning Megatron, and he's very loyal on the TV show. He's questioning Megatron in this and actually talking back to him. Yeah. And Megatron's reserved and doesn't want to attack yet until he gets the ship's defenses up and running. Only the Weird. Maximals can stop us now. Find them. <laughs> and if you find them, destroy them. Cheers. <laughs> Actual line from Beast Wars Part 1, delivered by Megatron. But opposite here. Yeah. He wants to hang back, fix his ship, get his defenses running, and study the desk. And learn so, more before he makes a move. And I'm like, who are you, man? <laughs> so look at the panel uh, where Megatron says, good, now leave me. I have work to do. Yeah. And he's picking Scorponok up by the tail thing. The fucking artwork in this book, man. Like... Holy shit, does that look awful. Look at Scorponok's goddamn tail. Like, it's supposed to be his scorpion tail. Like, just, ugh. I, I'm going on like record. I, I'm going on record. Like, I fucking hate the art in this book. Like, I hate it so much. I knew that when we first touched on these comics, we had a guest on the show, um, yep. Candace Santora. Yeah, shout out um, to her. And yeah, big shout out to her. We need to get her back ASAP. Mm -hmm. And she, she loves Beast Wars. I got uh, the undoubtedly more than uh, either uh, me or Cal combined. Without question, she knows more and she loves it more. Yeah. It was painful for her to admit that she did not like how things <laughs> looked. <laughs> and uh, indeed, um, I'm not sure if we've and uh, for a video, um, people on YouTube, um, it's very anime esque. My uh, my background thing is having yeah. a meltdown. Watch Christopher's. Yeah, it's very I got anime you. It's very Teen Titans. Like, oh, that's a very good shot that Christopher's holding up. It's very Teen Titans. It's very Western anime look. Yeah. Um, and their designs are very, they, they've got a lot of prongs and antennas. It's very Gundam like, like Japanese there, influenced. There was a Transformers cartoon that was on in 2009, I think, called Transformers Animated. This style kind of reminds me of that. Hmm. And so, eh, I, I think it's cool. It's, it's, it's unique, but. They're all skinny, and they all have a thousand antenna. Uh, the next 
Christopher on the next page. Um, I count six um, antenna things coming off of Primal. Like his head, uh, shoulder area. Yep. Uh, and, I do uh, like how Nick looks. Yeah, Christopher doesn't like the art, folks. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. But uh, that, we, will, we will get to that in... So what's going on here? Um, I, we get I think I heard in a forum that the 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 artist is leaving this book after issue six, and I'm like, thank fucking Christ. Um, yeah, the, I I've read a few comics where there's a certain run, the artwork changes style, but the writers stay the same, and then like another ten issues or so go by, and then a different artist and different yeah, artists. That's, that's just comics. Her. Yeah. 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 Um. I like it, <laughs> but I completely understand anybody that hates it. <laughs> Anyways, Nyx is cool, I, I think, in this scene. She gets really excited. She wants to go fly around, but there's a ton of repairs to do. And again, not very primal-like. Maybe, maybe you disagree. He's like, fuck it. Go fly around by yourself. Yeah, not very primal-like at all. You know, the ship will repair itself. We got Cheetor. You you go fly. Take your time. And if you go missing at night, we won't even look for you. Speaking of Cheetor, if you recall in the show, in Beast Wars Part 1, Cheetor does actually just, like, fuck off. And Optimus is like, no, wait, Cheetor, you can't. And they go 30, after him. Would you say, what, 30 or 60 seconds into getting their beast modes? Yeah. He fucks off like almost right away and he yells Cheetor get back to base completely doesn't listen yeah and uh, in this comic uh, Optimus is straight up telling Nyx hey it's fine you know whatever like we're on Go this planet we're, we're on this planet that we know nothing about we have a dangerous enemy lurking about that we don't know yeah if they survived the crash or not. Like, we don't know what kind of life exists on this planet. We don't know what the elements are like. But hey, just, you know. And you know what? No, don't go with someone else. I insist. Go on your own. <laughs> yeah. I can't, man. I'm like, what? Is Is it just me, or is he kind of a shit captain so far? He is, yeah. He He's terrible. <laughs> so we get some creepy shit with Tarantulas um, arguing with Dinobot and he's like hey tell me about this planet yeah this this yeah. scene I actually liked like Dinobot was trying, to, was trying to pull rank on Tarantulas and Tarantulas was basically like rank what rank like no like there's Megatron but like there's no chain of command beyond that like you don't rule me motherfucker <laughs> he's like we're all rogue agents yeah essentially like t terrorists like there's an <laughs> we're not in the military yeah yeah and he's I... like so i'm busy and when i say i'm busy why don't you busy yourself with pterosaurs um terminal and leave me alone and i'm like shit they don't like each other uh speaking so of pterosaur when uh nix is out flying and exploring uh pterosaur attacks and kidnaps her and brings her to megatron yeah, shoots her down and brings her back to Megatron. A thousand and, times more useful than he was on the cartoon. <laughs> and uh, that's issue two. 
That's issue two. Issue two. This is the cover that I have. Oh, you got a variant. That's rad. That is that's uh, amazing. I'll hold both uh, issues one and two up for the people oh, watching this on video. Those are rad. Wow. I know it's way better I, than I, the interior art. I'm actually borrowing these. They're the the one I have is they're both Christopher's. <laughs> ah, you can just have them. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's I was going to give all three back to you with the the variant episode one one because. I got it like minutes before you did, right? <laughs> no, it's it's all good. You can keep them. Okay, okay. Um, the artwork uh, on the front is beautiful for all of them. Uh, issue three. Uh, Nyx is being tortured at the dark side by Tarantulas. And uh, Megatron is like trying to get information about the, the Maximals from her. And she's not giving in. So Tarantulas is being his creepy tarantula self. Yeah. He's basically he being he's basically being revolver ocelot in Metal Gear Solid 1 torturing snake in this scene. There it is folks, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> and Nix is busy like yeah. trying to mash the circle button as hard as she can to like resist the torture. You take your knuckles and you wrap them across the buttons on your PlayStation controller till the skin starts coming off, and you pass it to your buddy, and and he does the. No, you know what you do. You use a lighter. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I used to do back when I was a teenager. Left and right, and to yeah, yep. Now you don't wreck your wreck your. That way, you check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) So Uh... it's it's nighttime. And the only person that seems to care that Nyx isn't back is Cheetor, the responsible one on the... Yeah, in this comic book. <laughs> in, the, in the comic. I, and I don't get it's any... Maybe he does like her, or but I'm not getting that. I'm getting genuinely like, hey... I'm worried about, uh, uh, about my comrade, you know? This person's yeah, been and- gone. Is she back yet? Is she back yet? And, and Optimus um, is just like, eh, it's fine. And Cheetor's like, no, we should go look for her. And Optimus is like, nah, it's probably okay. Basically, Optimus is like, well, we can't leave the base unattended, and I'm sure she's fine, so we're not going to waste our time going to look for her. And we wouldn't be able to find her at night anyway, so tell you what, first thing in the morning, during daylight hours, we'll we'll go and like look for her. Yeah. And I guess he listens. Rat Trap gives him like a hard time. I'm confused about that exchange on the bottom of that page. He's like, oh, in the meantime, a little elbow grease will take your mind off of things. And he's like, I've been repairing the ship all day. My elbows are my, fully greased. My elbows <laughs> are fully greased. Where's the I, I think or, um, like the action, like action, uh, his um action figure like catchphrases doesn't have those like he doesn't say ultra gear or anything yeah yeah giga bummer <laughs> no giga bummer no giga bummers um and so optimus is like talking to rhinox who's apparently his sage in this comic i guess and is like asking I get him for the impression advice. that he's known rhinox 
whereas he doesn't really know anyone else. Or Rhinox is older. Yeah. And he's kind of like, yeah, he, he's going to him for advice. He's like, did I make the right call? And Rhinox has this long-winded thing is like, oh, we don't know what dangers there are environmentally, and we don't know about the life forms on the planet. Like our which is which is why Optimus shouldn't have sent Nyx off to begin with. At least not alone. At least not alone, and, yeah. And he's like, and we don't really know if how many um how many Predacons survived and if they're flight capable too. So he's mm -hmm. like, if you're actually honestly what you um honestly interested in what I think has what happened. And he doesn't want to tell him primal that he's wrong. He he's in a nice way. He's telling him that he was wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how my takeaway from it. And then indeed we cut to a scene with Megatron um, talking shit to Nex and um, and Tarantulas stroking himself as he tortures her. <laughs> And uh, Dinobot steps in because he ain't down with this. Yeah, he's like, this, this, fuck this, this is too much. And Megatron gets all insubordination and grabs him by the neck and slams him against the wall. Understand and, um, the logic behind your little outburst. And I am as kind and generous a leader. I'm willing to forgive you for your presum presumptuousness. Don't let it happen again. No. Throws him to the ground. Later, yeah. uh, uh, so, Nyx... But, but what, so this is the thing. They don't get any information from her, but yeah. Tarantula says, wait a second, the Maximal hasn't said shit. So that means she's trying right. really, really hard to not tell us any information, which means that there must have been others that survived the crash, and she's trying to keep them safe. Yeah. So we do know that there's a bunch that survived. And Megatron's like, excellent observation! As a reward, you get to have her. Do what you will! Any Orphus you please! <laughs> I don't even need to go have a turn first! And I'm like, tell Megatron <laughs> at some honor, but he's he's enabling. He's enabling Tarantulas, I, mean, well, I don't like it. <laughs> well, in uh, the fucking terrible episode of Season 3 of Beast Wars, where like Megatron builds his death ray, he straight up gives the Neanderthal child to Tarantulas to do with as he please. That, so, that's true. So this is kind of actually kind of on brand for Megatron. Megatron... I think Megatron is written fairly accurately in this sh uh, show, in yeah. this uh, comic, compared uh, to the I, show. I, it was easy for me to picture him with his voice. Yeah. It, he felt the same. Yeah. Dinobot feels the same. Cool. Mostly, maybe? yeah. Um, later. I have, I, I have things to say about that later. Oh, okay, but. yeah. So we cut to a scene outside at night. And uh, Nyx is saying, oh, I had the worst dream. And Megatron's like, I have some bad news, Maximo. That was no dream. <laughs> so, no. Nyx tries to uh, transform into beast mode. 
They haven't called it beast mode yet. I don't like that. <laughs> um, and um, she can't transform. And her AI says, uh, warning, energon poisoning underway. Initiate alt mode immediately. And she's frustrated because she can't. Tarantulas reveals that he has this floating orb device that's kind of like the opposite of the one that we saw on, in the animated show. Yeah, the um, episode, uh, it, the pro, I think it was episode 10. 10-ish. It was fairly early. Yeah. And that one, when it shoots a maximal, um, they're stuck in beast mode. In this, when it shoots the maximal Nyx, she's stuck in her robot form. Mm -hmm. And so can't even enter stasis lock. I so mean, essentially, she'll get energon radiation poisoning and die. Yeah, there's like either way, like there's a practical application for a device like this. Yeah. Um, one thing I I do appreciate is that the comic, unlike the show, addresses <laughs> why this thing does not get used ever again. Because it gets blown. Blown he gets up. blown up, blown up by Dinobot. Dinobot and fucking indeed, eye lasers it. By Dinobot. He fuck the first use of eye lasers. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the first use of eye lasers is Dinobot eye lasering this fucking probe. And Tarantulas says to us, No, that was a pro uh, a prototype. I don't have the materials to make another. Yeah. Right? Okay, that's why we'll never see it again. Unlike yeah. the sh the episode, the the show that we reviewed, where we're like, so we're gonna see this every episode from now on, right? Right. Yeah. Now, um, so the reason I, he I did think the that... name of it in the show was the transformation lock lens. I I'll believe I believe you. You can say <laughs> anything. I can't remember. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Now. Lens. Yeah, that hovered around on, on its own. Um, and yeah. the reason Dinobot eye lasers it is because um, she can't transform and she's scared. And Nyx is like, fuck it. I'm, I guess I'm. Yeah. I guess I'll just run as far away as I can. And, she, and they, she's kind of helpless, but she's not giving up, is what no, Dinobot man, like. Holy it, shit. Is what... And this is after her mash circle like torture scene. And she yeah. has the energy and stuff to wherewithal to run. Good, good for yeah. her. But all of them, like like a western where you're shooting at somebody's feet, they're all the the Predacons are like shooting at her feet and like taking pot shots at her and hitting her every now and then with like their laser guns. And um, Pterosaur is like, "Hey, buddy, you should get in on this before she's dead." And that's when he's like, "I think I shall." And he he blows the the lens up. Tarantulas freaks out. Um, he's like, "You destroyed my one of a kind baby. You will pay for this." And he's like, "I doubt that." And he kicks Tarantulas in the face. And indeed, long story short, it's a really satisfying scene where Dinobot kicks the shit out of all the other Predacons, all of them. But he's he does something weird, and I'm not sure why. Okay. Maybe. Gold is supposed to be the youngest of them. Mm, but yeah, he, yeah, talking to Scold throughout the fight, trying to say, hey, you're young, 
But when you're older and you actually have principles, you'll realize that, like, there. What does he say? Um, that a cheat. Uh, victory is to mean if it means anything, it needs to be achieved as honestly to yourself as possible. It's not too late for you, Scold. You can still be better than they are, a Predacon worthy of respect. And I'm like, is this your it, protege? Like, why Skull? Yeah, it's it, it's not explained at all. It's kind of out of nowhere. Like we we've it's, been given no we've been given no indication that they have any kind of relationship at all. My head canon is that she's his apprentice. He's a samurai, and she's her his squire. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, let's go with that. But yeah, it's just like, why is he specifically trying to warn her and like get her on his side? And indeed, she's like, oh, uh, I'm never going to come over to your side. And he says something weird. He's like... Megatron's shit talking him, and he's like, "You don't have the strength to blah blah blah." And Dinobot's like, "If strength was all that was required of a leader, Gold would be in charge." And again, I'm like, "Where is this coming from? Is she the strongest? She's not the biggest. Where does why he is he praising her so so much? Does he think she has like the greatest strength of character?" Strength, he, but she like, said but, one but line. Before. Yeah, yeah. And Dinobot was like, "Speak up." So maybe she was like a protege. I, 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 I don't know. It I was weird. Know. She would be in charge because she's the strongest. And I'm like, is she? <laughs> I don't. And then he says, "Megatron, your plans are fucking stupid. You don't inspire your your followers." And I'm like, yeah, that, yeah. I agree. And he picks Scold up, because she's a snapping turtle, and like a discus, like uh, like Captain America throwing his fucking shield, <laughs> he went he with Scold after just trying to convince her to join, join him. I'm so confused. I, I'm, disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm uh, disappointed. Yeah, and uh, he like throws her like Cap's shield like into Megatron, which then knocks like the rest of the Predacons back into the the dark side and then the dark side's doors shut because apparently well, Dinobot initiated some sort of officer. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of He's like security, security lockdown. Protocol Omicron D7 and all the everything locks down and all the Predacons yeah. are locked inside. Yeah. I'm very disappointed that there is no cross country missile. <laughs> I he should have lost but stuck to his guns. And Dinobot losing in Beast Wars part one. Part one, yeah. Shows that even when he's faced with overwhelming odds, he sticks to his principles. He lost that fight because Megatron didn't fight him one on one. Mm -hmm. In this, he kicks all of their asses. Yeah. And then pulls a, a, an elite gamer hacker move and locks them in on their own ship. Yeah. It, it's it's very cool, but sometimes you need to eat humble pie and lose <laughs> so that a win later feels more gratifying. <laughs> yeah. And this <laughs> like I have things to say about Dinobot in this comic like later on, which I'll I'll get into, but 
Yeah. But anyways, I, I'm sad that there's no cross country missile. <laughs> they're they're all angry and um Scorponok is like uh no, it'll be it'll take some time till we can reprogram the computer because he was the security, blah blah blah. And uh Megatron's just chilling, sitting in the dark, and he's like, I'm almost impressed with Dinobot's treachery. His execution was flawless. But I'll kill him next time I see him. Mark my words. And that is that's number three, folks. Um, I think maybe that's we should we should wrap up after the the first first three. What do you think? Well, and I did cover... read four. I did read four and five, so I was going to kind of speak of them in broad strokes for a couple of minutes. If you're okay with that, yeah, we can we can do that. Go for it. Um, what happens in four? So basically in 4, Nyx is wandering through the woods. Uh, She gets attacked by some weird, like, werebear type creature. (laughs) Yeah, because she gets... Oh, she's not with Dinobot. uh, Dinobot finds her. And in a very weird scene, uh, like... He decides that he's going to take her to back to her base because she needs a CR chamber because she's about to die. Yeah. And people can't transform though, right? Even with that right. thing destroyed. Right. So uh. he says, computer, request detailed status of maximal. And her computer responds with, You are not authorized to access detailed status. And he's like, okay. huh, fine. Computer. I suspect Maximal requires attention, uh, medical attention. Confirm? Confirmed. Um, and <laughs> he's like, uh, has a distress signal been sent out? Negative. Energon radiation is interfering with communications range. Computer, can you tell me where the Maximal ship is? And this is the weird part. Negative. Can you access internal movement logs and retrace a path back to the ship? Processing request. Affirmative. Good. Now direct me. That's basically the same fucking thing. That's the same fucking thing, except way more long-winded. Yeah. So he's like, computer, can you help me? And it's like, no, you're a Predacon. And he's like, okay. So he just asks simpler questions to get the same information from it. Yeah. Can you tell me exactly where the base is? No. Well, can you give me step-by-step instructions how to get there? Yes. <laughs> it's it's so fucking dumb. Uh, wow, that is a lot of wasted page space. <laughs> it's like, hey, um, Bob, hey, um, Alexa, can you give me instructions? Uh, sorry, can you give me like can you tell me how to get to like work from like my current location? Negative. Okay. Well, can you give me step by step like Google Maps instructions? Okay. Yeah. That's the same. I'm gonna. That is straight up. That is dumb writing. That's that's bad writing. Yeah. And it doesn't add anything. No. It's just wasted page space. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So 
uh optimus like does some science bullshit like repurposes a dish to like find nix's like transponder signal or something so and then primal does some rhinox bullshit primal does some rhinox bullshit right <laughs> after uh rat trap is all like man this optimus guy doesn't really do anything and optimus is like well with with a straight up like smug like smirk on his face well actually i did all this yeah it's weird it's weird yeah um uh, tarantulas figures out how to get them out of the how to get the predacons out of the dark side by overriding security bullshit and uh, the Maximal see Dinobot bringing Nyx back to base. So, like, the shit that Optimus was boasting about, about building, like, this dish to, like, find her ended up being completely useless anyway. So why is it on the... So Christopher and I, brief aside, Christopher and I would talk about airtime. You have 22 yeah. goddamn minutes to show us our cartoon about toys. And right? in this case, 22 goddamn pages. And in this case, you have a limited number of pages. No, it's literally 22. That's standard comic I book length. Oh, the 22 pages, 22 minutes. Yeah. What does him building that dish and Rat Trap scrutinizing him add to the story of the comic? Nothing. Nothing What at does Dinobot arguing with the computer, Nix's <laughs> computer? Wasted page space. Uh, well, in that regard, it's similar to Beast Wars, <laughs> I suppose. Particularly season three. Cheers. Um, so the Maximals like go and greet Dinobot, carrying who is carrying Nyx on his back in Beast mode, and they're all like, "Fuck you, Predacon!" <laughs> and uh. Dinobot is like, I, I brought your soldier back to you uh, to join your Maximals as leader. Dun, no, dun. Actually he no, actually, he doesn't. Oh, he's, just, he's just like, I formally, he extends his hand out to shake Optimus Primal's hand and is like, I formally request to join your group. Yes, to, very Dinobot-like. Very Dinobot-like. To be continued. Uh, issue five, which I think is actually the the best I was issue. Face, but wow, that one flew flew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, issue five. Uh, I think so. Yeah. So that uh, what is it? Who who were they? Uh, Artist Touch Productions on YouTube. Uh, they they were right. Uh, issue five is actually really good. Well, there there we go. Uh, we get a scene, a very long scene of Dinobot being in a maximal holding cell on the Axelon, and Optimus is like, I don't believe that you want to join me. What the fuck are you actually up to? And Dinobot's like, no, I actually want to join you. And Nyx comes in and is like, Optimus, fuck off. And Optimus <laughs> is like, no. And she's like, I want to talk to him alone. Please just give me a minute. And he's like, well, okay. <laughs> And so Nyx, uh, there's actually a really good, like, I, I'm kind of, like, stupefying you, it. but You mentioned this. Yeah. But there, there's actually a really good back and forth between uh, Dinobot and Nyx here, where she is, like, genuinely wanting to know why Dinobot saved her. And he goes over the, kind of the, the moral 
like the the more like the the morality behind like what tarantulas was doing to her and like his problems with it and like why he chose to save her uh the predacons attack the base and a big battle ensues blah blah and uh nix decides to let dinobot out to join the fight and to be continued so also he he's just about to engage the fight yeah when the issue ends yep and so he was being held in the base yeah, because he surrendered to the Maximals and was like, I formally request to join you. And so they, in turn, just threw himself. him in the brig. Is it a laser grid that only has enough space for for you to yeah, stand Yeah, pretty in? much. Oh, it's, it's the same? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's not circular, but like it is like a very small room with like red laser bars. Okay, cool. <laughs> Somebody has seen the show. Uh, presumably once and only once. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah. That's issues one through five. Yep. Um, based on what you... So before we jump into our rate, because we are we are going to rate these. Yep. <laughs> but as a much energon scale. Yeah. Um, quick. Art style. We, we touched upon... I hate Where's it. Where's that on the too much energon for you? The art style individually. No energon. Oh, you really don't like it. <laughs> it is getting this is only the third time I've busted out the the no energon rating. The yeah, hidden I, secret I, hidden no energon rating. Uh I, but yeah, I, no wow, energon are, for the art. We're on both sides of that one. Um once I got used to it and I'm like, oh okay, I I really like it. They're expressive and you can do more things with that. It's hmm. Hmm. It's a sufficient amount of energy on. Okay. It, yeah, um I didn't know who I was looking at half the, half the time earlier on. <laughs> it's a sufficient amount of energy on. Um Did you uh did you notice Dinobot's hands? Like he has hands that look like ours. Monkey paw. Whereas um, it, they, they all do. He didn't have raptor claw. Yeah, in the in the show, and indeed, even in the like recent War for Cybertron Kingdom toy, he has like raptor claw hands. There but, is, uh, yes. But it, in the comic, he doesn't. He just has like regular old forefinger, one thumb. And I don't like um, it. And it's wrong. What do you, <laughs> let, let's throw this in together. Um, what do you think of like the pacing and like not airspace page 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 space? I think the pacing moves along fine. There's a lot of like wasted time though, but it's well here and there. I've noticed. I'm like, I don't, why is this two page conversation lending to? to to what's going on like i don't it, need sensei rhinox like yeah giving yeah it but it's it's still brief enough that it doesn't really like drag the issue down most of the time uh, i think the, the ones i read um none it didn't drag any of the issues down mm -hmm. 
Like, I don't give a shit about what the Tripredicus Council says. I care about <laughs> what Galavar is saying to them briefly, but when it's just those three, I, I don't care. In the Vok, I was like, I hope they're cooler. <laughs> I. It's like, yes, okay, uh, writer, you are letting us know that you read the, the Wikipedia article for Beast Wars Season 3. Cool. <laughs> and uh, the last thing before we move on to our just overall rating, um, just the writing and the dialogue. I think the dialogue in and of itself is fine. It's not great, but it's serviceable. The problem is the characters, other than like, say, Rattrap and Dinobot at times and Megatron, the characters don't sound like the characters. Like Rhinox doesn't say no. Rhinox bullshit. Cheetor doesn't say Cheetor bullshit. Optimus definitely doesn't say Optimus bullshit. No. Scorponok doesn't say Scorponok isn't loyal. So, yeah, like I... It's I hard to not judge it based on the the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, because they're so different. And the cartoon aside, like taking the, the dialogue, the dialogue writing on its own merits, it's fine. It doesn't really blow me away at all. I will say I do like Nyx quite a bit as a character so I like far. Nyx. I think she's written fairly well. There are perplexing she she is actually and and she's not necessarily very strong and she's capable and she's willing. Um Rat Trap sounds just like Rat Trap. Uh Rhinox being a hard ass about food on the I <laughs> I don't and like yeah, like that was really weird. And like what what did that even serve? It served like it added nothing to the story at all. And um, it was just a weird character moment that kind of betrayed like what we knew about Rhinox as a character. Um another thing, the perplexing part where Dinobot is like trying to like urge Scold into seeing how like shitty the Predacons are. I'm like why particularly Scold? Why not Scorponok? Or Waspinator? Like, why Scold? Is she supposed to be younger than... Like, yeah. they never established that they had a rapport or anything. Well, and Scold, yeah, and Scold isn't even really a character at all. Like, we know nothing about her. She barely has know. any lines in these issues. I, I can't even really recall what she looks like in her robot form. I One, one criticism of the art in their robot forms, the Predacons all look a little too much alike. Yeah. Scold yeah. and Scorponok and Terror. But now the Pterosaur is red and silver. It's easy to tell them apart. But before they had, before they landed on Planet Energon, um, they definitely looked too similar. Mm -hmm. um, I think it establishes some of the characters like really quickly and pretty early. Like Rat Trap is exactly like Rat Trap. He scrutinous of bad leadership as he should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially in this. Um, yeah. But um okay, but anyways, we're we're jabbering on about it. Anyone listening, every time we review something, we have the too much energon rating system. It's pretty simple. It's yep. not enough energon, a sufficient amount of energon, and 
too much energon. Too much. And maybe there's an invisible rating system that you may have heard before. If something is like abysmally offensive. The fabled <laughs> no energon rating. The no energon. But that that has to be like like high code levels <laughs> of bad. That that needs to be or the um, the Vok yeah. Tiger Hawk episode of Beast Wars. Think unanimous no energon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're essentially eh. That was okay. Really good. So what is the Christopher Siege rating of the first run of the Beast Wars comics? Uh like I said, the the art is getting no energy on for me. I think the writing the writing overall pretty That's... mediocre and i feel like the whoever wrote this show or whoever wrote this comic isn't particularly familiar with the show or the characters i like the comic more when it starts going its own way instead of just trying to like recreate the plot of beast wars um so the writing is getting a low sufficient amount of energy on from me it does get okay so um, overall, overall, it's hard. <laughs> overall, like, it's ah, oh God, I it's fucking hard. hate, so I fucking hate the art so much. Um, it's, it's overall like your experience. Uh, let's, it's hard. It's impossible to do it with uh, to rate it without bias. But let's, if it's standalone and you knew nothing about which Dino it is, Bottom, yeah, yeah. Which I've I've right? been trying to, I, I've hard. been trying to to take that approach uh on its own merits it's getting a low overall it's getting a low sufficient amount of energy on i hate the art um the writing's kind of hokey at times but especially after reading issue five i'm really excited to see where this well that makes me want to continue reading them on my own now that you actually got me caught up with with these yeah i'm I think I'm going to keep reading it, at least for now. I'll, I'll keep checking I've heard a rumor. I, I think I mentioned earlier. I've heard a rumor that uh, the, the artist might be changing after the next issue. So. Clicking his heels. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, Just like as, walking on sunshine. <laughs> as, as for me, uh, the Neo-Cal rating... Um, there are so much perplexing writing. Mom, I, I like I like the art style, uh, but there's so much perplexing decisions. I'm like, why? Why do I need to see Rat Trap like get his food smacked out of his hand by by Rhinox? Um, yeah. Why do I need to see like people like bickering about like what they should do for like a page or or two? It gets gets a sufficient amount of energy on for me. Uh, and if the, the pacing's fine, like it, it, it moves a, along every issue, yeah. um, but the, the writing is, it's very perplexing to me at times. I've already gone into detail. Who is Scold to Dinobot and why should we care? <laughs> why is he yeah. just talking to her? Right? Like, why is Rat Trap getting his food smacked out of his hands like a filthy child caught stealing? Like a filthy. Why does Google Maps give uh, refuse to give Dinobot the Maximal's address, but will then just give them like GPS 
give him like GPS directions to the maximal base instead. I can't give like, you a map, but I can give you map quest directions. <laughs> okay. I, I won't tell you the address, but I will give you specific instructions on exactly how to get there. Like, okay. So that you end up there anyway. So that you end up there anyway. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, now, I'm okay with the characters being different, but I need to like the characters more to give it too much energon. And, eh? I dislike Optimus Primal in this comic. I dislike Primal. It's were, were they? I I feel like they're trying to go for a Kirk thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Like a hot yeah, yeah, like new captain kind of, like thing. like Kirk from the the recent like well, not even recent at this point. The first one or, came out in fucking 2009, but the J.J. Abrams wow. Star Trek movies. Yeah, the hot like that version new... of Kirk. Yeah. New new captain, right? Um, yeah. Now, again, would have been too much energon, except I only like three of the characters, <laughs> like Nyx, um, Cheetor, because he kept being like, guys, can we can we go look for our missing? <laughs> yeah. But he's the only <laughs> one that cares? Jesus Christ. Um, don't like Rhinox. Don't like Primal. Rat Trap is Rat Trap. But until he does something rat trappish and cool, he's middle of the road. Megatron's Megatron-ish, right? But yeah, yeah it's like Dinobot and Cheetor and Nyx are the only ones that are kind of cool so far. Yeah. Sufficient amount of energon from both of us. Too much energon. Well, that was our trip uh, back into the past, back through the um the the transwarp vortex, if you will. Our hair was very different. It it Unless was. you're listening it to it audio, in which case our hair was exactly the same. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, it, that, no questions, damn it. And that has been uh, episode uh, 113 of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're at the single $5 Gary tier. You get our weekly-ish exclusive podcast, the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show. You also get the ability to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our other podcast, the Lasercomb Podcast, and hours upon hours of uh, archival audio of all the stuff we've done over the years. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, follow me on Twitter at lasercomb, spelled the same way, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, or you can follow the show proper at uh, Too Much Energon. Cal, uh, they can follow you at... Uh, I'm on the TikToks and the Twitters at NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 114 of Too Much Energon, which is a going to be a repurposed uh, episode of our defunct podcast, Too Much Galavar, where we review <laughs> issue six of the IDW comic. And until then, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal. Uh, thanks for listening. We will... Uh, take a trip through the transwarp portal uh with you next week something of uh, one of us is going to be transmetal because the other one was in the healing chamber at the same time it's, it's probably going to be it, it'll probably be me i i was the one in the cr chamber for the past week. you were you were the one in the cr chamber so i get the cool shiny transmetal digs and uh and uh 
And I, I just got to hope that I get uh, to use the transmetal driver in season three <laughs> to become a transmetal two. Otherwise, you're just you're just like Rhinox and you're just left in the dust. Yep. To become Tangor. Yeah, well, and that all makes sense now, if you think about it. Yeah, he was just feeling left out. Yeah, anyway. he's just feeling left out. <laughs> anyway, bye-bye.